0: Welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast, the show by fans or fans of your Milwaukee Brewers.
1: Evening, Brewer fans, and happy opening day. Uh, I am Scott of the Brew Crew Review, and this is, I'm joined today by Vincers. How are you, Vince? I'm doing well, Scott. How are you, sir? Happy opening day um yeah it's definitely a very very exciting kind of day
0: you know i've heard of uh, christmas in july it's weird opening day in july is a little bit of an odd not a holiday but opening day is still a holiday and you know we're playing baseball in the middle of a pandemic so that's something
1: yeah i guess any baseball at this point is probably better than no baseball um and yes uh Opening day in July is definitely a weird thing. And not only that, but I guess there were a couple other weird things today. I mean, unfortunately today, um, let's just get this out of the way. The Brewers, unfortunately, uh, lost 3 nothing today to the Chicago Cubs in their opening day. Um, a little bit disappointing, obviously. Um, you'd like to score more runs than zero. Um, so that's kind of a plus.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that was a little rough. Uh, the offense didn't really come out for uh, opening day. Maybe they thought it was still spring training or something. But, uh, you know, it's a – well, it's not a long season, actually. But it's a season, so there's going to be ups and downs. And uh, I'm guessing that, you know, the team is going to get back on track. The offense is too good to, to you know, average three hits a game or something going forward. And uh, I, I'm sure that we'll see better results going, you know, in the upcoming weeks
1: yeah definitely um let's talk a little bit about um i mean obviously this this entire thing is a little bit weird because we're having opening day in july 24th that, that's absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous you know, but um of not only, only that like what else do we got really going on i mean I, what else was was weird and um i don't know interesting about this entire situation
0: i mean the fact that you know there was no fans in the stands today I guess that that was a little odd Uh, I mean yeah that that would probably be the big observation it just it's a little bit different when you've got this artificial crowd noise being piped in and there were um, you know no fans to actually witness the game it was you know just different but at the same time like you said I'm excited that there is just baseball to watch Uh, at the end of the night, I think we'll get used to it uh, as much as we can for this year. Hopefully things are back to normal in 2021.
1: Yeah, the lack of a crowd was definitely weird. The the crowd noise also, like, I think the ambient sort of crowd noise makes a lot of sense, but um, it also kind of throws me a little bit when, like, something, like, a big play happens and the crowd doesn't react to that, so um, that's a little bit interesting as well, but uh, like we said, I mean, we knew that this was going to be weird, and baseball is baseball. Let's just, you know, try to get through it and enjoy what we can of it. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's do a very quick game recap. It's not going to take much. Um, so, unfortunately, yeah, uh, like we said, the Brewers lost three uh, nothing. Kyle Hendricks basically came and out away from uh, a complete game. He uh, really, really pitched well today. Um, in fact, he had. Very few three-ball counts. Like, he was pretty unbelievable. Actually, let's see. First of all, I'm totally wrong. He did pitch a complete game. They they visited the mound with, like, one I, out I was to go. Say, I,
0: I had our intern checking on that for a second here because I was a bit confused. And, yeah, Hendrick threw a complete game, Scott. He threw a three-hitter as well. And all three hits belong to the Brewer shortstop, Orlando Garcia, who's coming off of a
1: hot spring training, and summer training camp. Yeah, he was uh, one of the lone bright spots in today's game. Uh, Hendricks, by the way, zero walks, nine Ks. In fact, he hardly had any three-ball counts. He just really seemed in command and kind of um, really close to the plate on just about all of his pitches. So uh, he yeah, yeah. a better start. I believe it's the first complete game by a Cubs opening day starter since, like, I think it was, like, 1974 or something. So, yeah, not yeah. But,
0: not great well it, it's it's yeah he had a great day today i do think the brewers do need to change their approach a little bit at the plate drive deeper in accounts uh they didn't really make Hendricks work all that much it seemed like the brewers offensive side of the innings lasted about you know 30 seconds and then the cubs were back at the plate again so it was definitely uh definitely a, a situation where you had a uh, uh you know starting pitcher who was in a groove, but the brewers offense really didn't do much for long counts or to get into the box for, you know, more than a few pitches. And uh, I don't know if they even saw Hendrick throw, you know, a, a couple of his different pitches because he was always just blowing them away. And the second point is, is that he was using his changeup a lot. Uh, kept our offense off balance. Guys like Yelich were, you know, way out in front of Hendrick's today. And I did talk briefly to our anonymous source, Tom Carter, uh, after the game, and those were his, his two two real observations of the game tonight.
1: Yeah, even the lone time, like the very few times that we would get ahead of the count, um, it seemed like Hendricks was just kind of working backwards and he would throw a lot of like 2-1 change-ups and things like that. Like you said, the change-up was definitely on tonight. And um, uh, overall, yeah, like you said, he was extremely efficient, a uh, complete game. He only threw 103 pitches, 74 for strikes. So, yeah, it was a little bit rough for sure. The only thing i could say about this is that Hendricks is kind of like an anomaly like he has a fastball that tops out at about 88 miles an hour so maybe not something that the brewers were used to facing um maybe throughout the the course of this like abbreviated sort of summer camp and with that in mind uh, i'm certainly hoping for better things tomorrow
0: yeah agreed scott and you know i think it'll be real interesting to see how corbin burns reacts Yeah, a lot of people are kind of hyping Corbin again, and he has, uh, you know, kind of fluctuated in, in the eyes of, I think, many fans uh, in his tenure with the Brewers. He obviously was a much-heralded pitching prospect. He threw brilliantly out of the bullpen in uh, 2018 after he made his debut in the Brewers making a run towards the playoffs, pitched great in the postseason uh, for the most part uh, that fall, and then last year in 2019 just completely imploded um, both as a starter and as a reliever. was sent down to AAA San Antonio I think three different times. Uh, Before finally being just shut down and and going back to work on mechanics uh, at the Brewers developmental camp in in Maryvale and uh, now the Brewers are relying on him to really step into a rotation that unfortunately, even since their last taping on Sunday has been a little decimated by injuries we've seen. Since our last taping, Eric Lauer indeed did not make the opening day roster because he uh, was a little bit behind his training regimen after coming to camp late after a scare with COVID. Uh, And, you know, now Corbin is all of a sudden thrust in that number two spot in the rotation. So it'll be real interesting to see how he reacts tomorrow. I think that's what I'm most excited about seeing.
1: Yeah, and and that's kind of the – a scenario where maybe it's not so bad because um like obviously he hasn't started in quite some time and you know if you're gonna go out and start on the road uh it may as well be to an empty stadium right
0: well (laughs) that's one of the things that was giving him jitters last year i mean it was weird with corbin because you know this is a guy again who's pitched on a big stage in the postseason before and and pitched brilliantly you know in front of forty-two thousand people and uh Yet last year the guy couldn't find the strike zone. He didn't never develop his third pitch. He uh, just gave up a ton of home runs, almost like an aberration, uh, an aberrational like statistical anomaly of amount of home runs. So, uh, you know, we've seen we've seen both sides, kind of a Jekyll and Hyde thing with Corbin. And let's just hope that it's you know on on the Jekyll side, I guess, so to speak.
1: Yeah, certainly hope so. Um, really hoping for good things for him tomorrow. Um, one other thing that I kind of wanted to, I guess, bring up is that also today we got to see, um, what after about a year and a half, we finally get to see, uh, Corey Canable make his debut. I pitched a clean inning. He only had to throw nine pitches, uh, no hits, uh, no walks, no strikeouts. So good to see him there. Yeah. Um, the velocity wasn't quite, uh, where it was like when Corey Canable was in his prime. Uh, but you know, it's, it's definitely coming along. So that's definitely a plus. And then, um, Bobby Wall too, also uh, making his debut. And haven't seen him in over a year as well. So um, both. Of those actually, guys.
0: Scott, we've, we actually Scott, we've never seen him. That was his first right. game as a Brewer. <laughs> he got injured in spring training of 2019 after being the centerpiece in the trade uh, with the Mets that sent Keon Broxton to New York and uh, brought Bobby Wall back to Milwaukee. And you know, if you remember and and listen back to podcast uh, episode number 52, I think it was, you were. Uh, and and both of us were very high on Bobby Wall being a significant part of the bullpen last year. And then he, you know, was injured and never appears in one game from Milwaukee. Uh, So it was great to see him uh, today. I think one other thing of note, uh, and I'm going to butcher how you pronounce his name, but JP Frang Houston, how do you pronounce his name, Scott?
1: I don't know. Fair reason. I don't know. Is that
0: right? I have no idea. Did you get the media notes? I think, um, I think our colleague Tom Tom Haudricourt sent around some media notes today or something
1: yeah well um, no he definitely did not but um, our intern gave us some but it just has the okay. name spelled out and then it this says year, pronounced and then it just says question mark so that wasn't wow, super interesting. Helpful. yeah we'll probably have to fire that in.
0: yeah it's about time but uh, JP becomes the uh, 10th Wisconsin born player to ever wear a brewer's uniform so that was a bit of an accomplishment today. And uh, uh, Scott, I'm going to put you on the spot, even though you're the host today. Who oh, wow. was the last Wisconsin-born brewer?
1: I no but idea. I'm looking it up. Um,
0: Care to I venture a guess? No. Okay. <laughs> the answer The answer is Vinny Rotino.
1: Yeah, I would not have gotten that. Um, what was Vinnie Rotino? Was he a catcher?
0: Yeah, he was a catcher. I think he made his debut in oh eight. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there.
1: Yeah, no, the only catcher I know that really flamed out was Lou Palmazzano. I know Craig was huge on Craig, uh, yeah. Lou. Really wanted him uh, to you know step up and be good, but uh didn't quite turn out that way.
0: Hmm. Yeah, Craig Craig wore that purple shirt in that interview in uh Pumpsville. A purple uh, shirt. We, Kel-
1: it would have looked fine Kel- if it was Palmo. if it was um more than half tucked in and if it was properly buttoned it would have looked great but unfortunately a
0: little 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 post beer sweat on that shirt i think as well from craig and uh who knows what else occurred the night before but in any event uh never made it It may have because may have been because of that interview to be honest
1: yeah entirely possible that we threw off his game permanently um well what (laughs) what can you do? Um, what can you say? Um, there, I'm going to do this actually, just for fun. Uh, I'm going to take a look and okay. So let's get everybody caught up on just the NL central scores just for fun. Right now in the middle of the eighth, the Cardinals are beating the pirates three to two and the reds won earlier today, seven to one over the tigers. So
0: Um, yeah big day big day for former brewer mike stock is making his red debut he was three for four with the home run today
1: wow nice okay well we got eric sogar playing third now so it's kind of a it's kind of a wash (laughs) right sure 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 (laughs) (laughs) now let's see how it goes um all right Corbin burns making his debut tomorrow um anything else that you want to talk about before we wrap this up
0: no, that's it. Please uh, remember to give us a, a follow on Twitter, Brook Review One. Uh, send any email questions; we'll get to them on a longer podcast, uh, generally once a week. Brook Review Podcast with an ass at gmail dot com, uh, and that's the best way to connect with us. We do have a Facebook page as well, which I know that you or your intern Scott are monitoring all the time, very constantly. But um, I don't even think we have Twitter it anymore.
1: I think it's okay,
0: well, Twitter and Gmail then <laughs> maybe the best, that's the best, the best ways to uh, to do that and. Uh, Just one one production note. Um, This is a quick show uh, post opening day, obviously, but we are going to try to do this after most games this year. So continue to to stay tuned. Uh, We'll be bringing you, uh, you know, our expert analysis (laughs) as soon as uh, soon as last pitch is as as hit. So we'll get this out in podcast form. And uh, and so that's something to look forward to if you're interested in following us a little bit more closely.
1: Hey, yep should be uh fun and exciting, Orlando Arcia, three hits today um the rest of the Brewers team, zero hits today. um I don't expect that trend to continue. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: yeah, I don't think that that's going to continue very long, and hopefully we're also joined by our colleagues uh Chad and Craig on the next episode so we can you know get their insight on the, into this as well. but uh, we do want to thank our uh anonymous source Tom Carter for. His feedback today, and uh, hopefully we will we'll join us tomorrow, uh, maybe even in person.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. I think Tom wants to be known as Tom C. or T. Carter, uh, just to remain anonymous. Um, and, yeah, sorry that huh. uh, Craig and Chad could not make it today. Um, I think they're hanging out watching the game together somewhere. So um, Yeah, I
0: heard that they were either at a bar, a jam-packed bar in Milwaukee or camping. I, I don't know which. But...
1: Yeah, it could be both, but I'm glad to see that they're uh, – hanging out getting along always good. Sounds good sounds, sounds great well thanks scott appreciate the uh, the
0: insight here and I'm, I'm sure brewer fans do as well and we'll look forward to talking to you after brewers win tomorrow
1: all right sounds good stay classy and go brewers stay classy wisconsin go brewers Do-do-do-do-do.